You're a wizard, Harry. I'm a what? A wizard. And a thumping good and I'd wager, once you trade up a little. No, you've made a mistake. I mean, I can't be a, a, a wizard. I mean, I'm just... John C. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Mix On Movies podcast. I'm Sean. And I'm James. Today, we are talking about Fantastic Beasts and where to find them. <laughs> yes. You're a wizard, James. No, no, I'm not. You're a squib. I knew you were gonna say that. <laughs> What's a you're you're a nomash. Doesn't that you know, muggle sounds a lot better than nomash. Better than no blood or mug, mud blood. blood. You're mud blood. No blood. <laughs> no blood. <laughs> I have a serious disorder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well we are going to uh look back at the twenty sixteen film. Alright, a prequel to the a prequel slash spin off of the Harry Potter universe or whatever. They um, they tried the same thing with the alien Prometheus. Yes, this is similar. Yeah, same one of the actresses, same actress in both movies too. Ooh. Yeah. So, um, well, not Prometheus, but the second one, Alien Covenant. But we'll oh. get to that later. Uh, yeah. So we're gonna look back at this movie from 2016 and um, kind of talk about how it ties in a little bit to the Harry Potter universe, at least the best I know. Um, because the next Harry Potter, I keep saying Harry Potter, it's not Harry Potter, the next Fantastic Beasts movie. There you go. All right, The Crimes of Grindelwald, right? Yeah. Comes out later this month. So. Oh, really? Yeah. Then I thought it was next year. Just a couple weeks. Dang. Yeah, so it's all, sneak it up on us, man. Sneak it up on us. Good thing we did this movie. Yeah. Yep. So, uh, James, you just watched this for the first time, right? Yes, just mere hours ago. <laughs> just mere hours ago. I watched it the first time when it came out in Theater Salt with my wife. And then I watched it again um, last night. So I've only seen it twice. And um, what did you think, Dan? I liked it. I, I wish I did see it in the theater. It would have been really nice. So you did like it. I wasn't sure how you were going to feel about it. What do you mean you're not sure? It's full of fantastic it, beasts. I know. I, we do this all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is full of fantastic if beasts. If anything, I want his job. Yes, James, you would actually be awesome at his job. You are like the newest <laughs> commander of the modern world. Yeah. I'm the... Go down to the central station and uh, just follow bridge people around. <laughs> Switch luggage just, with just them. Just wait to see if anything falls out. <laughs> yeah, so uh, Fantastic Beasts takes place in 1926. Uh-huh. Um, and it's the story of Newt Scamander, whose book is a te- textbook in the Harry Potter uh, at Hogwarts. His yeah. book, Fantastic Beasts, and Where to Find Them. Now, so, was that the book that ran around and hid under the bed, or is that something else? No, a different one. Okay. That's the Monster Book of Monsters, I think, or something oh. like that. Um, yeah, so J.K. Rowling had actually written a book called The Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them in like 2003 as like a fundraiser for mm. charity. Um, and it is really about the beast of the... It's kind of like how those, they have those old D, D&D like... Monster manual. Mo, yeah, monster manual. It's kind of like a monster manual in a way for the Harry Potter universe. Oh, huh? um, It doesn't really have a plot... I, my wife has it, but I've never really read it. So, um, she's a big, well, she's read all the books and stuff yeah, like that. She's so. a big Harry Potter fan. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so this is kind of a, was, this is Warner Brothers and J.K. Rowling's, um, and producer David Hyman's name, and director David Yates' attempt to kind of spin off the Harry Potter universe and add some backstory to that universe. Hmm. Um, most of the story's already been told, at least the rough 
plot well, of this story's already been told in the Harry Potter followed universe. Followed the boy. Right. Um, it's a big I, world. It's already changed. I think they're going to really even change some things even more going forward after this movie because Newt's Com- it was supposed to be only be a trilogy about really about Newt's Commander. But now I think it's going to become more about Dumbledore versus Grindelwald. Well, yeah, over probably five be the movies. Big thing they're making the five movies now. Oh, so wow. like, yeah, that's a lot. I mean, why would they do that? One book gets split into two, now five. Yeah, but it's not even. I mean, this isn't even really based on that book that J.K. Rowling. This is kind of. She actually wrote the screenplay for this. This is her first screenplay credit. Huh. Um, so like, she actually wrote the story, and I think she's writing all of them. I mean, pretty sure. So, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> it just seems like well, that's something we can talk about later, maybe. Um, I don't know where this is going to go. I know where it's going to end because if you read the Harry Potter books or some right. movies, you know how it ends. Um, <laughs> but like, I don't know whether some part of me is cynical and is like, this is just a cash grab. Well, but yeah. This, I mean, this movie, they want to make money. I get it. But another part of me is like Harry Potter universe is fun. And I was listening to the audiobook for the first one on the way here today to your house <laughs> to record this. So you got into chapter one. So now I'm in chapter four. I've started listening, oh. um, last night. Still locked under the stairs, is he? Yeah, he got he got moved to Dudley's bedroom. Now I have not read the Dudley's first book. spare bedroom. Right, it's, yeah, his <laughs> second bedroom. That's right. I have I have not read that first book before, so this is my first time reading it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I read the other. Wait, later where'd books. you start when you? I started okay, so I fall. I, I was never really a huge Harry Potter fan. My wife was right, right. Um, but we watched Harry Potter one through five, and and I and I, I saw the fifth one in theaters. Because I think I saw the fourth one in theaters too, but I really was like, it was okay. But I saw the fifth one in theaters, I was like, man, that was really good. I want to know what happens next. So I got the sixth book, and I read it right before the movie, the sixth movie was coming out. Okay. Right? And I remember I read the book, and the sixth movie, which is a good movie, was not even close to how good the book is. <laughs> and I was like, oh my gosh. Is that one Order of the Phoenix? Uh, it is the... No, it's the... The one with Snape kills Dumbledore. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> if you ever, well, that one's very old. Yeah, what is it? In uh, the books. Uh, oh, man, how can I forget this? Okay, let's, let's order these Harry Potter movies out, should we? Harry uh, Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. Or the Philosopher's Stone, Stone in England. <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, Chamber of Secrets. Chamber of Secrets. Uh, the, the, the Goblet of Fire. Is no. that the third one? No, no, Prisoner of Azkaban is the third yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. The fourth, the Goblet of Fire, right? Yeah, then the Goblet of Fire. And then, then uh, fifth is... I thought Order of the Phoenix? Order of the Phoenix. And then six. So I read the fifth, or read the, I watched the fifth movie, read the so you sixth read the book. the last book. Last two books. Well, it's one book, back two movies. No, 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 there's seven books. Then the seven, remember, there's eight movies. There's seven books. We're still missing one, though. Yeah, we are. I can't remember. It's the it's the one where Harry gets like the the he, he discovers that new curse, the cutting curse, where he cuts up uh, Draco. Malfoy. Yeah. yeah, and it turns out to be bathroom. Snape. Snape and cut and uh, curse up. Yeah, I don't know why it's escaping me. We should probably Google it, James. That's where they introduced a tiara. <laughs> Somebody listening to this is like yelling. Does at it have something to do with Raven? Although, yeah. That's the first time. Well, that's the, they, the, first, the they destroy the first Horcrux in that one. I know by the name of the book. No, it's Nothing to do with Half Blood Prince. Yeah, yeah, Half Blood Prince, that's which right. is Snape. Snape's journal. Which the movie like clearly like they, they like push that. That's a sub sub subplot when mm. it's the main plot of the book, <laughs> but it's a sub sub subplot. And 
They might get introduced sometime in one of these prequels. Well, I'm, I'll save some of this for future trash because oh, I, oh. I did some research and I would have seen it a lot of already. But um, yeah, I don't know, dude. I, like those movies or books. Well, I read the sixth book and I watched the sixth movie and it was pretty good. But like, man, the book was so much better. It kind of made the sixth movie not so good. And because it had that cool fire that was alive in the book that destroyed the whole room. Yeah, well, there's a lot of cool stuff. But they didn't leave, they didn't put it in the movie. Now the seventh one. <laughs> Seven one or which they broke into two parts. That's pretty loyal to the book. Yeah, I mean they cut out some stuff, but it's pretty close to the book. Pretty close, you know. Uh, so I'm going back to listen to the. I'm going to listen to audio versions of all of them and just see what I see. Revisiting. The, yeah, I'm gonna try yeah. to get as many done as I can before the next movie comes out. But. Head down to Florida or California and go visit the Harry Potter school or wherever at Disneyland. Oh, it's a yeah the Universal Studios, Universal Hogwarts. Or Harry Potter Land, what do they call it? I don't know. They Potter more. They give Potter you wands that interact with stuff throughout the park. Really? Yeah. Someday, when I'm a wealthy man, James, well, you I, will, I will reenact all my there. Yeah, I haven't been there. Actually, a lot of the people I know have been there. <laughs> they all recommend it to. No, it's $100 a ticket, man. That's actually not too bad, considering like most amusement parks are like 60 bucks a ticket anyway now. Plus rides or drinks. So, and yeah. All right, yeah, so we got a topic there. So but Fantastic Harry Beasts, Potter. as I mentioned, came out in 2016. The sequel comes out here in 2018. Um, it's directed by David Yates, the man who directed the last five now, Harry Potter movies. A two-year gap is a bit of a large gap for Harry Potter or right. J.K. Rowling. I think that's movie. what they're going to do, a two-year gap each time, I think. Oh. So, I think. I'm not sure, but I think so. so. It really, I mean, the first one made $800 million worldwide. But it didn't. It wasn't. I. It was a big hit. But I think they were expecting it to even be a little bigger hit than it was. But it doesn't have Harry Potter in it. Right. <laughs> but they marketed it very much. I remember when the marketing came out, they made it clear that this was part of the Harry Potter universe. Mm-hmm. I mean, it has the same music. It opens up with the same music. Yeah. And it kind of shifts, which is kind of cool. Like transitions. It's got the names they mentioned. Right. I mean, it, it's definitely like just takes place in America. But it's still fun. Yeah. I mean, I enjoyed the movie quite a bit. Yep. So I think we both liked it. All right, um, so let's talk about the things that we liked a lot then, or what stood out to you, James, besides well, the... No, the special effects were good. Yeah, for the most part, the special effects were really good in this movie. I would like to see a lot of it in the theater, on the big screen, it would have been nice. Yeah, James, you would have liked that. <laughs> um, so what did you think of the American... We'll start there. What did you think of the American magical world? Kind of boring compared to the British one. Definitely not as much, not as fleshed out, I would no. say. Looked like it was all in one building only and like in the basement, really. Yeah, and and maybe if they would took more, because we had, you know, obviously seven books and eight movies of the of the British magical world. Yeah. And a little bit beyond that with the other schools at the competition or whatever. Try Wizard Cup. Or, right? That was a lot of movies, but if you were going off just the first Harry Potter movie in comparison to this. Yeah, you still have a lot because you get the wand thing. You get the 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 going to the school like the Dagobah Alley or whatever. Yeah, and, uh, uh, Dagon's Alley. All right, Dagobah. I don't know. <laughs> That's where Yoda's from. <laughs> I think it's there. He's a teacher of skills. <laughs> he'd, he'd be well. Busy. Yeah, but there's not. Um, and the thing is, I thought this was all going to take place in Diagon America. Alley. Diagon. I think it's Diagon Alley. I'm Maybe, not sure. Something like that. Yeah, I'll find out here soon. I get that part of the book. I just not there yet. He just started getting all these letters and stuff. So all right. Uh, so Haggard, I didn't even show up to get him. Yeah. Oh, the good letters. Yeah, 
And I'm just amazed. I mean, I knew this already that Dudleys are just horrible people. <laughs> but yeah. that's off, off top of back to this. <laughs> back to me. <laughs> so, yeah, I think the world building, we already know about how the world, we already know pretty much the rules of the universe. You know, I mean, those, those have been established in the previous movies. We don't know the rules. Um, but like you said, the world building, this isn't, it's kind of lackluster. That's yeah. like my one beef. You know, uh, they have the Makusa, which is like the the Ministry of Magic in England. We call it the they call it Makusa here in the United States, <laughs> which is the what is it? What does it stand for, James? Do you remember? Uh, no. Yeah, um, Magical Congress, I think. Ma- uh, something ma- Magical Congress of the United States of America, I think. Yeah, so something Magical Congress, something the United States of America. We'll say it later. <laughs> um, they seem. I don't know. I don't know. Like, I, I maybe I just got used to the British, like, uh, <laughs> Ministry of Magic. It seemed so they much were more alive. Fun. Would you agree? Yeah. More fun. Yeah, like, they have all the, the different places, the portholes you go yep. to. And, and they got the, crazy things going on in their offices. And they had a little bit of that. They just had a little bit. Paper mache rats. But I also, if you ever, I remember before this movie came out, I read a little bit of the backstory about, she wrote, like, some things on her website, J.K. Rowling did, kind of about explaining the setting of this and they are new they're not new to the how put this Americans are new to magic well, they, they kind of mixed with the there was magicians already in the Native Americans that were already there oh um, there was magic going on there shamans but they also remember these people like migrated and immigrated to the, to become the United States and colonized and then she played she kind of sprinkles magic into all that story wow. um, I don't remember everything that she wrote I just remember she she highlighted some creatures she highlighted the same witch trials which kind yeah, of there was like a little this. hint to that. In this. Yeah, um, so she kind of explains some of that stuff. So they're, but they're as an organization of magical beings, they're younger than the British one. So maybe mm-hmm. that's why they aren't as I get it. Lively. I don't know. They seem We're as, a new country. Yeah, they seem kind of boring though. Yeah. Whereas, like, well, they're trying to keep it all hushed, hush. Everything's illegal. Magically, that's true. So like. Like the British one, they had like the fireworks display. There were sporting events, and this, it also takes place in the nineties. Yeah, you know what I mean. Where this takes place in the nineteen twenties, so there's a seventy year difference there. Um, and like you said, maybe Grindelwald this, will change everything. And um, we'll see. Maybe that will change everything. It'll make magic you know? cool. Because in in America at this point, the nomads and the uh, wizards and witches, like they do not, they aren't allowed to mingle. It's against the law, at least in the nomad or against in the. It's like the nomads don't even know they exist. Whereas prejudice in the in the 1990s in, in Britain, right in the Harry Potter universe, at least I I, I think I'm hmm, how about this? The prime minister, the leader of the government, is at least aware that there's a yeah he knows the minister of magic, right? Right. Um, so I don't know how and, and plus they, there's do no magics marry do muggles marry yeah muggles marry yeah they mix a match up there, mud bloods but not like America. That. Not in America. At least they wipe everybody's memory in this. Right. Which obliviate they obliviate everybody's memory, which becomes um Can I can I say something? Yes. Cause it when I was watching this and that it started getting to the having to obliviate make people? sure yeah, obliviate people. Mm-hmm. I, I instantly thought this was just a magical version of Men in Black. Yes. <laughs> this the, I will say that this is very Men in Black ish. Yes. This whole movie track down in a lot of ways. Catch the problem and cover up is yeah, all that. But this is very, I mean, that this, uh, that the Macusa is very men in black, like organization, like yeah. secret society. They're secretive. They have a authority structure. 
Um, I was expecting they, like they repair Smith. things, then cover <laughs> up, and and they use the same excuses, weather patterns. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like Tommy Jones should have been in this. That would have been sweet. It's Tommy Lee <laughs> Jones and Will Smith that showed up. That would be awesome. That would be cool. Yeah. Got a wand with a K on it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so so the world building itself is a little bit lackluster compared to the other ones. But now, yeah. if we'd seen this before we saw another pair, we'd probably like been blown away, I think. Well, yeah. You know. Pretty cool. I mean, one. it's not bad. And this is like historical fiction in a way. Like They had to not only splice it up with magic they had to recreate 1920s New York do you know what I mean like that's yeah. probably no easy task so create recreate 1920s New York and then also add in magical things about it <laughs> but I agree with you it's just very I mean the dresses they dress like the people did in the 20s so I don't I don't want really say anything about that but no. they got a whole department of that <laughs> yeah okay so Makuza you, you you're wearing a shirt that says become an oblivion recruiting now Every half moon of the month, yep. <laughs> you're wearing a Makuza shirt right now. <laughs> so, uh, would you join the Makuza, James? No. No? Why not? Too many rules? Yeah. Too many regulations? I don't like their rules. They're very strict. And they're also, like, like really black and white. Like, yeah, did there's this, no... I mean, they were no trial. Like, they were going to execute them at the end of the movie, towards the end of the movie. But that was also because, you know, spoiler alert, uh, one of the guys is not... Spoiled. Yeah, when it gets political... Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Can't mix politics anything with anything, anything good happening. Now, what did you think of the characters, James? Uh, I liked uh, Newt. He was cool, and I liked Jacob uh, Kowalski. Kowalski, yeah. Yeah, they were cool. Uh, the the uh, investigator lady, I didn't like her too much, but she was all right. She turned out to be a good one. Uh, her sister was cool. Yeah. So let's we'll start with Newt. Okay. Okay. So you like Newt? Yeah. Do you think that his character is strong enough to carry five movies? As it is now, no. And I think that I, I agree with you. And I think that's why I think as the movies go along, they're going to veer from him. Oh, you don't think he'll be carried? Around? I think he'll be in them, but I think it'll be more. It'll it'll be more about the story of Albus Dumbledore and Grindelwald and their own kind of love hate relationship. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, yeah, I've heard or, the books. I'm not sure love hate. I've heard the rumors. Yeah. Which they play up in there. And no, I did not mind for this movie. It kind of, if you know about that stuff, yeah. it adds a little depth to Colin Farrell's <laughs> character, Graves. You know, how he... I mean, how half he, his character. Well, how he treats uh, Credence. We'll get to him in a second, but um, at least I thought so. I mean, I picked up on it the first time I watched it. Okay, so Eddie Redmayne. Eddie Redmayne. I don't know how to say his name. Redmayne. Eddie Redmayne. He plays Newt Scamander. I know when this movie came out, he was criticized because they thought the character was kind of like weak. A lot of people say he was weak, and a lot, he was just—he kind of mumbles, like. Yeah, there was a lot of uh, he walks kind of funny in this. But I think he's supposed—that's supposed to show how he's socially with people. He can't really interact. He's social, but yeah, he's with animals. With animals, he's great. You know, what I mean, I think that's cool. <laughs> it fits for—he's a magical zoologist, right? And, yeah, basically. Um, and that—that that fits his character. Like, I thought that was well done, that they made him... Yeah, I get it. It's awkward to watch sometimes, and he doesn't really make contact very well with humans, with other humans, and, and, <laughs> and he he has this past relationship with this with a, a strange girl, and that's going to come I up guess. later. Yeah, I think she's married to his brother. Oh, because yeah. they did mention him have a brother, and then he didn't want to talk about that woman. Right. And uh, so he, like, you know, even when he's working with the investigator, he, like, does not do well. He, the, the person he talks to well, the best is Kowalski. Yeah. You know, even there's some awkwardness with Kowalski. 
But when he gets to the animals, he goes into his zoo or whatever. I guess it's a zoo. His menagerie. <laughs> when he goes into his, <laughs> his suitcase. <laughs> and he goes in there and he's like, I mean, he bonds with all these animals. He knows their, and he doesn't, I don't know. He doesn't talk their language necessarily, mm, but no, I guess he not. speaks to them through his own body language and stuff like that. It's great. I mean, I thought that was well done. The thing is, for a lot of people, I think that was hard. A lot of viewers and, and critics, they that kept them from connecting with him. You know? As opposed to people nowadays who are more social with their phone than they are people. Right. And I thought it was cool. And I think that that's something they're going to explore going forward. When the, with the with the next movies is how he's gonna develop as a as dealing have to deal with humans like you know what I mean yeah. other magic or, that just means humans would be the problem in every well he said that like he's like this they're, they're loose in this place full of horrible creatures and humans, humans versus you know I know but I liked how he played him and I, I really appreciate like Eddie Redmayne Eddie Redmayne is a good actor mm. like. He's a good actor. Like, he changed the way he walked for the movie. You know what I mean? Because there's kind of a... he Even the way he walks is awkward, you know? Um, and I thought he was likable. I, I don't think yeah. he's weak because he, he has empathy and he takes care of the animals. Well, that's not a weakness. Well, some no. people, like, said that he was... At the end, They, they made it seem up. like he was feminine, like, because of that? No. Maybe Faye, but not feminine. What's Faye? Kind of, like... Oh, I would say he's limp wristed, man. I know, that, that was... <laughs> I know you're saying. I get you. I just never heard that expression before. You never heard that? No. Oh. I think that he was just a. Uh, yeah, I, I think he's a strong character. He's just empathetic. Like, he has empathy for not only the animals, but humans too. To a degree. And he, he obviously feels more comfortable around animals. There's people like that. Mm -hmm. James, you're a dog whisperer. Yeah. I mean, every dog loves you. I told you, I already wanted this Maybe it's because you take them out to fast food restaurants. I don't know. <laughs> but every dog They ever, said they wanted chicken nuggets. I'm going to get them chicken nuggets. And whenever they come near, like any dog comes near James, like, boom, they love him. He's like a dog <laughs> whisperer. So uh, that's fine. That's his character, you know? But I don't know. I do agree with you. I don't know if that's enough to carry, you know what I mean? to carry trilogy five movies. You know what I mean? Like, he's not a Harry Potter type character. But we so. did watch Harry grow through those movies, so. Yeah, but he was also a kid. Right. And there was he a lot. stuck by that kid. I know, but there's a lot of growing that happens when you're a kid and grow into an adulthood. He's already, I'm guessing like 30 maybe? You think he can't play <laughs> growing? <laughs> well, you can still, people change and you can definitely make, but that's a lot of change and it's going to go on over the next few years. That's why I think my theory is that it's going to go, and I think they've already said this too, it's going to go away from his story and become more of the story of Dumbledore versus they don't Dumbledore. even believe in his character strong enough? Well, I think when it was a trilogy, they did, but now they want to make more money. It's also going to end with like War I'd II. I'd be happy with eight hundred like, million. Grindelwald and the and the Nazis are going to be working together. I think. Ooh. Later. That's not good at all. You know that would explain why Hitler was after magical artifacts and whatnot. I know, dude. They, that but every universe milks that, don't they? Well, he, he did it. So I mean, <laughs> I know it's like people are like, yeah. well, that's the they interesting did, part. Of they the story did it in Marvel, terrible. right? With the Red Skull, they yeah. did it in. Um, and, he did uh, it in real life. <laughs> yeah, well, not, I know he did that in real life, but like they did it in this. Every, every do that this. new movie coming out, Overlord. Hellboy, Overlord. It's all, all like, yeah. Whenever it's Nazis, like some evil experiment they were doing with magic or science. Yep. I guess it's a good setup for. They're for the a perfect plot. villain. <laughs> all right, let's talk about um, the, the the I'd say the co-star uh, Kowalski. Okay. All right, and um, what do you think of his character? He's the everyman. He's the... He's the normal guy in a world of magic. <laughs> yeah. He just got woke up. Or he just got woke. <laughs> he just got woke. 
trying to look up who plays. Yeah, Dan Fogler plays uh, Kowalski. All right, Jacob Kowalski. He's the he's the player he's from- the representation of us. The audience. He's the one we see the yeah. world through. You know what I mean? Like, because he's discovering this world the same way we are as people watching this, even though we're familiar with the Kazari. turned down from the bank? <laughs> That's not what I mean, James. I mean, I needed that love. When you watch, when you have a movie, there's there's a character who. Down on his luck. Well, not necessarily that. Yeah, he's relatable. Magical. He's definitely relatable. But, like, we're, we're, we're experiencing how the world through his eyes, mostly. He's not the main character, but, like, he's the one who represents us. Newt already knows how this universe works. Same thing with uh, the girl, the investigator, which I mean, yeah, that's bad. I don't time. remember. Her. All right, Kowalski though does it. He's like just an average Joe, straight up average Joe. Mm-hmm. He's a veteran from he World works War at a canning. All right, factory. he's yeah, he's a yeah, works at a canning factory, but he has this goal of wanting to open a bakery based yeah. on the stuff that his grandma. His grandma's race, recipe. Right, and uh, he just he's an earnest like. Kind of, his own way, socially awkward, at least around women. And um, the, the second they introduced him and he was carrying a similar, uh, 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 what, suitcase? Briefcase, yeah. I was like, you know they're just going to switch. Yeah. <laughs> but then, if you look around, everybody's got that same kind of case. So. But I think he he's one of my favorite characters in the movie, Kowalski. Yeah. Well, you're supposed to like him. I know, and they did a good job. They made him, like, they made him, he's goofy enough. I mean, he's not like a handsome dude. He's Aside not like your. He's not your typical uh, hero. You know, no. I mean, either is new. I like that about this movie. Well, uh, he's played that kind of character in other movies. Yeah, apparently. Uh, what other movies has this actor been in, James? You said uh, Balls of Fury and Fanboys that I've seen. Fanboys. Fanboys is the one where they go to George. They sneak their dying friend to go see the prequel. Yeah, they go see it for, for Star Wars, right? Yeah. Yeah, if only he knew the future. And he was in Sharknado Five. He said also, yeah, and uh, everybody's in Sharknado. And Goldberg. So yeah, I, I didn't I didn't know him for anything before this movie, but I thought he did a good job. I knew he looked familiar when I saw. I was like, I've seen him or something. I now, thought he was uh, Kevin's older brother from Home Alone. He's going to be in the sequel. Um, Krowski is, but do you think he's a character that they will carry on with the rest? I of hope them? they uh, fix him. What do you mean fix him? Oh, well, so they, you remember everything? Yeah. Yeah, I think it hinted at it. That's why she kissed him, but I'm, that's my theory. We'll get to that Plus, later. she's like, she has the powers, that psychic powers. I think she might be able to fix him. Yeah, so far we haven't spoiled very much, so I'm trying not to, until we get to spoilers. All right, so let's go with the next ma- main character, I'd say, is uh, Christine Watterson's character. I think it's her name, if I can find her in here. What is her name? Uh, sh- the Investigator. That's her. Yeah, that's the actress. That's why she never. <laughs> but that's not her name. But like, oh. I gotta find it on here. I'm looking at. Uh... <laughs> it's horrible. It's bad, is it? Yeah. I'm looking at IMDb, but it keeps giving me all the like background. She's I don't like want the background characters. Who cares? The lead about female actress, and we can't remember her name. We're a horrible movie podcast. We we are horrible. <laughs> no, her name's Tina. Tina, and she's played by Catherine Watterson. Catherine. And I only know her. Or, yeah, and I only know her from. Alien Covenant in this. That's the only movies I've seen her in. I need to watch that again. Alien Covenant? Yeah. I wanted to watch them all in order. Well, she's the main star of that movie. David? No, no. Oh, yeah, I guess David is the main star. That's what makes him not so good. Um, She's the one who fights David at the end. Or she thinks she's working with Oh, he's the one who wants to turn her into a greedy thing. Yeah, she's the one that her husband's the, the first. The guy from Tropic Thunder? No, no. Yeah. Her, her husband is um Tennessee? No, no, no. Oh. 
Her husband is a uh, James Franco burns oh, up at the beginning of the movie. That scene happens so fast. Man. I know. He's barely know. in that movie. I know. But uh, what do you think of her as the investigator? She was trying to prove something because it looked like she got fired or yeah uh, demoted or. So I guess her storyline is that she is a was an or or did I say or the the people that hunt down bad yeah. wizards, which they have the same name in England, the ors. Right. Harry Potter eventually becomes one, right? Uh, Mad-Eye Moody is one. Yeah. So that's what her job was, but she got fired because she attacked, or I guess fought with the leader of that hate group. Uh, the Salem stuff. The right? second Salem, Salemers, or whatever they call them, is this. Oh. Yeah. Um, and she did it in front of people, regular people, so they had to oblivion everyone there. It sounds and bad, she, but it's just a memory wipe. I know, yeah, it's a memory wipe. Yeah, it sounds they destroy them. <laughs> they, they, they memory wipe everyone there. They do the stick from Men in Black. Yeah, they use uh, their... <laughs> um, and she lost her job. And now she's trying to get her job back, and she's trying to do it They by... even stole the ending from one of the Men in Black, Sean. Remember when they had to use the big wiper that was the Statue of Liberty? Is that number two or three? I think it's two. Okay, I haven't seen number two in a long time. Because three's time travel. Yeah, three's time travel. That takes place in Florida, I think, or but I mean, they had to do the big wipe in this. <laughs> they did, yeah. You're right, they did steal it. This is Men in Black. Oh my gosh. Magical Men in Black. <laughs> a little different, a little subtle changes. He's Will Smith. That's <laughs> Tommy Lee Jones. <laughs> yeah, and Tommy Lee Jones would be Newt's commander, I guess you could say. And then the love interests. <laughs> Linda Florentino, I think, is the actress from Men in Black. But okay, <laughs> so uh, so Tina's character, she's like, I mean, she's not bad. The actress no. did a good job. I just don't think I, just, you really don't. I don't know if there's a we don't connect with her very much. No, you know? even when they try to show like some memories from her past or something, that I was like, what is this? Because they never really give too much backstory on her. Right. And then the, the only backstory you really get is that yeah, it shows her mom. <laughs> she has the memory thing. Towards the end, she's looking at that big pool that Harry, that Dumbledore had, right? I thought that was her mom. That was her mom. Oh, okay. She's looking at her mom and her mom. sister, right? And then, and then she see, then you see that the whole she knows Credence. We'll get to him in a second, but I don't know. I feel like her sister was a much more likable or much more. Well, then she was supposed to be too. Where she's pretty and you know, I mean, she's supposed to be. And she's likable, and everyone, everyone wanted to hook up with her. Yes, yeah, she can read minds, which she can't really help. Now, was that something that was established already in the Harry Potter universe? Or Mind not? readers? Yeah. Probably was. Was Tunk one? I knew no, she was a Tunk. shapeshifter, but I thought... Maybe. I don't she know. She could read, but... Someone out there listening probably knows. That it's been a while since we've seen the Harry Potters. Right. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to read all the books and then go back and watch the movies is my plan. But Ooh. All right, so... Uh, so, yeah. the Let's go to the sister, then. Um, okay. Her name is... Uh, it's got what is her name, James? Man, uh, Queenie. Just, yeah, just hit me, Queenie. Queenie, and she's played by an actress that I do not know anything about, and she's mm -hmm. I think she's a YouTube singer too. Ah. Uh. Um. So at least when I googled her name, she that's what came up. A lot of YouTube videos <laughs> of her songs. I didn't YouTube listen to her. Yeah. So she has like a record album too and stuff like that. So she's like a legit. I'm surprised she didn't sing in this then. No, she'll probably sing the next one. Probably. But they they she is the 1920s. Um, what do you call those girls? I don't know. There's one in King Kong. Yeah. Uh, flapper. Flappers, as they're called. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think we should call it that now. Why? There's an internet term for that. We don't want to be a Did it come out? Did it come up in the, uh, did it come up in the Kavanaugh thing? <laughs> Just... 
<laughs> Probably. <laughs> it was somehow linked to him. Well, I wouldn't doubt it. Okay. <laughs> the flapper. It's a drinking game. It's a drinking game. What was the what was his, his friend's names? Squee. Squee. Squee and Squee and Flaps. <laughs> yeah. I think they're called flappers, yeah. <laughs> but she also works for Makuza. Somewhere down there. I mean, she's like, I don't know. It they, sounds like a gang. Like they make it seem, I know it does sound like a gang. They make her seem like she's like a secretary or something. But all the, all the guys like her. She knows well, it. She but she's like, basement. what I like about it is they somewhat make, it, make her seem like she's naive. She's like a naive character. Mm-hmm. But she's really not naive. Right. And when you can read people's minds, then how naive can you really be? Oh, she's working everyone. Like she just, yeah. She knows how to use everyone. Like, and uh, she plays off really, really well. So and I like her. promised that one dude a date. In order to get him to take Kowalski out. Yeah, and then that one girl, one guy was going to question her, and she's like, basically threatened to rat him out that she's cheating on his girlfriend or wife. <laughs> right? Yeah. So I liked her character a lot. In fact, I probably liked her. I think she overshadowed. Yeah, she was working her way up the, to the, the star. Mini, the minister, uh, or the minister, the, the investigator, the, yeah. her sister. Yeah. So, all right. Uh, next, I'd say the next star, other than the creatures, is probably um, Graves, Colin Farrell's character. Uh Yes. So we don't want to spoil it yet, but what did you think of of him as a character from the very beginning, moving forward in the movie? From the very beginning, I didn't really trust him because he was uh, kind of just watching the bad things happen, which usually means you're involved in it. <laughs> and then when he was with the, the political stuff, and then they were like hating on people, I didn't trust him at all. Okay. Yeah, so Graves... Is played by Colin Farrell, who I like as an actor. I think he's really good. Um, and he's kind of got that 20s hairstyle. Like, right? I guess it's a 20s hairstyle. I mean, slicked back, but it's, it's almost like a bull cut. <laughs> well, it's bull like cut. it's buzzed on the sides. and Yeah, it's, it's almost, like a, it's like a mullet mohawk. almost. Like, well, yeah. <laughs> but uh, he, like you said, from the beginning, he's meant to look suspicious. And he does. And he acts suspiciously. But he also acts like a... Stereotypical, like, um, I don't want to say FBI agent, but like, you know, that, that character in movies, like, he's not necessarily by the book, but he's rigid. And then at the end, they usually, the trope is that he's, he's actually got a good heart. He's just trying to do his job, usually. Or he's, in this case, so. Mm-hmm. So I thought Colin Farrell played him really well. Um, I think we get, I don't, I don't think we really talk about him anymore unless we go and go to the spoilers. Do you want to go to the spoilers? Not okay. just yet. Not just that? Okay. So Colin Farrell, he's, He's not sure if he's a villain or hero in the movie begins. And I think that they kind of keep him, they keep him looking suspicious. Mm-hmm. Um, and they don't, and they, they keep the cards close to chess, which is good. Cause that's one thing that JK Rowling does awesome in the books and in the movies. She'll, she'll make your character look like he's the bad guy. And then they realize he's not, or like there's a secret motive that explains everything like Snape. You mean like her, the way she made the new teacher always the bad guy? Huh? No, 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 no. She made him not always the bad guy, but there's always something going on with him. Yeah, I guess the dark arts teacher, yeah, it's always not, it's a, that's a dangerous position. <laughs> it's always a bad guy that gets it. Right, that's the curse of the dark arts position. Well, who would want that job? I don't know. People <laughs> like the money, I guess. It's like, I don't want to be gunned yeah, down but, later. <laughs> but remember in the second one, that guy's not the, the second Harry Potter movie. Um, well, he was brainwashed or whatever used. Well, gold. he was just cheating. Yeah. He was just a, he was just a, he's a liar, a liar and a fraud. But he's not like the bad guy. No, just and in the third liar. one, the third one, um, well, he turns out to be a werewolf. But he's not a bad guy. 
He just yeah. yeah, it turns to be a world. And then the fourth one, it's really Mad Eye Moody, but it's not Mad Eye Moody. <laughs> it's he's replaced by uh, what's his name? He's, he's acting like him, and then the, he gets defeated. In the fifth one, um, geez, you're right, James. The lady in the pink dress. Yeah, she's horrible. She's terrible. She's like the one, and she's she's just a villain because she's such a. Uh, she's probably one of the Straight best villains. Place. I think Stephen King said she's like the best villain. Oh yeah, it was the the basically that chick from Misery. Yeah, it's crazy. And then uh, you're right, James. I guess she doesn't surprise people as much. I don't know. It just she seems like she does a good job of using a lot of red herrings, you know, and leading people one way, and then boom, it's actually this. Even when you should expect it. <laughs> Even though I was totally able to predict that Snape was the half blood prince, that was not a shock at all. But but who would have predicted what Snake was doing that he was actually the hero of the whole story? Well, it was the first book you read. No, I'm saying who would have read who would have predicted that Snake was the hero though from the beginning? That he's doing it out of love for his Harry's for mom. Harry's mom. Like that's a good like that was an awesome twist. I mean, it really makes the movie because he was a stalker. <laughs> Snape was a stalker. Yeah. He I and mean, he was friends with Harry's mom. She was like the only person nice to him, James. Yeah. But, but he was also a jerk to other kids. Too. To Harry, <laughs> he was a jerk to Harry, because Harry was like he looked like his dad. And he was a double agent, so you couldn't trust him. But he was working for Dumbledore at the risk and of his own life. he was working for life. the other one. But he really wasn't working for them. He was working for Dumbledore the whole time. He was a triple agent. No, he was a double agent. Triple. You're right. <laughs> he was a good guy playing the bad guys, playing the good guys. <laughs> no, and he, then killed he Dumbledore. A, he was a bad guy playing, the, or he was a good guy playing the bad guys. And killed a dying goodness. old man. At Dumbledore's request. We, are, we don't have time to argue about this. Okay? And it's still wrong. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have time. All right, all right. Let's move on all right, to um, the... I think that's all the heroes. Let's talk about the villains. Let's talk about why Newt is in town. You want to talk about that? Sure. Okay, why is he in town? He's looking for a dealer. Uh, that's what he says. But the real reason is he wants to get that giant eagle thing. I guess it's an eagle. Uh, yeah, I, looks like it's Arizona. Thing. It's from Arizona. Yeah, right. He wants to get it there. Turn it there. Um, it's a thunderbird. I think is what it's called. Yeah. So he wants to get the thunderbird. It makes it rain. In return to Arizona, that's what he wants yeah. to do. And that's the real reason why he's in New York, right? Yeah. It's because eventually going to go to Arizona. I think he wanted to stop that guy but, from doing the dealings. Right, but they already the Macuse already shut him down. Out. Yeah. So there's that, that would be an interesting – I thought that's what this was going to be, by the way. I thought this was going to be more about him – Tracking down. Tracking down these animals. Like, nope. that's He's a, already got That could have been a – I mean, maybe WB will make this in like a Netflix-style series. Where they, Someone takes his briefcase and lets them all loose. Or no, 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 where, where he goes and back. saves these animals. Like, he, 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 he talked about he saved him from – found him in Egypt. But does he have any room? And he, and he found that one – like the girl that he tried to save from yeah. the uh, obscurity. We haven't – yeah, we haven't talked about that. that yet. And he found her in Sudan. Like he saved all these animals from. He fought probably all these other bad wizards who were, and maybe some humans too, who were like regular humans. He knows how to fight. Right, and I think that would have been a cool story too, you know. But then it, it wouldn't have really helped. tied in very much to Harry Potter at all. Mm. So, just the animal part. He could have met uh, Hagrid. Yeah, well, later on, Hagrid's young now. Probably He's got a big old beard. Actually, no, Hagrid. Hagrid would. I'll get to that. Second. I'll get to this thing later. <laughs> All right, so uh, how cool is that thing? That is cool. Do you like that's your? What's your cool favorite time. monster, James? Your favorite oh, creature? my favorite one were those uh, those big rats with the tentacles for mouths. Oh, 
And when she, he says he saved the last mating yeah, pair or last whatever. Yeah, pair, and they had all the little ones around him. Yeah, so that's the story there. I mean, that could make a, you could do like an episode almost about each animal he saves it. It could be like a Adventures a of Newt's Commander. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. All right. So, yeah, let's go to the, uh, I said the villains. I guess they're the villains. They're antagonists. The, the, the black the, cloud with the, light no, no, no. and eyes. We'll get to them in a second. The Salem uh, people. Second oh, Salem. The witch people. Yeah, the, the the people that hate the witches. Or, I don't know if they, they hate the witches, I, but they want to they the be one, just... She was a Christian mom, right? Because they lived in like a little church building. But they don't ever show... Like I looked for... I was and watching to she see. She said witches were bad. Right. I was watching it. to see if they had any kind of Christian symbology in it. They don't have any in their whole house. But I think that they did. There's just to, a cross on the building. They did, I think they just didn't want to offend Christians by making them seem like they hate everybody. Yeah, there's no Bibles <laughs> thrown around or anything. Right. She just hates ma- magicians. Yeah. I like those things. She hates magicians and matter magicians, wizards and uh, witches, okay. and that's why they called Second Sandlers. Yeah. And the something set. Oh. Something. Salem, Second Salem Philanthropic Society or something like that. Sounds like Family trouble to me. Society, yeah. And she adopts these kids and she just abuses them. That's why like, I think emotionally. she adopted them to abuse them. Right, yeah. She's definitely the, a huge villain in this. Played by Samantha Morton. She's right. a good actress. Um, she was The first movie I remember seeing her in was uh, Minority Report. She was the... Oh, of course. You know her. Oh, it's Tom Cruise. your daddy on <laughs> Whatever, James. No, that movie's good. She played the, what's it called? He had to put on gloves to use a touchscreen, Sean. That was 2001, dude. <laughs> we didn't have touchscreens yet. Okay? It was, <laughs> now it was, I could do it on my TV. And it wasn't even a touchscreen touchscreen. It was like invisible touchscreen. Okay? We saw Iron Man do better. Yeah, Iron Man said, he's got crazy tech, dude. He's got, <laughs> he's got all kinds of crazy stuff, man. I love Iron Man's technology, but that's beside the point. You got a whole family of baby Groots in this movie. They do have baby Groots in this movie, and they're cute. I like they're <laughs> one, they're my favorites. Yeah, I don't think the animals are going to be very much in the second one, though. I hope I hope that if they are in it, he's using them to defeat bad guys. I think that's his, that's his thing. He's got a mm-hmm. that's his ace in the hole, man. Is all these creatures he can use. Babysitter's to help him. gone. Uh, like the flying evil or, or swooping yeah. evil. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, let's back to the evil society or the hate. hate they're basically just a standard. Back to the hate. The hate group. I mean, that's where I feel like J.K. Rowling was using this as maybe a, to bring in a, to say something about modern day hate. This is the nineteen twenties. She could have just used Nazis. She will. They will. Of course. I think they're going to be the Nazis weren't quite around yet. This. They weren't quite around yet. Nazis so. should have been after him trying to get his case. The Nazis aren't around yet though. They can't be. Should have been. I mean, historically, that's what he not correct. Sean, just because history had its been obliviated, oh, doesn't mean it didn't I see. happen. Well, maybe they'll explain the root of the Nazism, and it'll probably be there's gonna be there'll, it'll probably be there's gonna be some reason Hitler's after magical stuff in reality. They'll explain that probably in the third or fourth movie. Better be the next. I don't one. know. Okay, young Hitler. Yeah. Well, let's get the next character, Credence. Okay. Credence is played by Ezra Miller, also known as the Flash in the Justice League. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. Yeah, he has that strange, like... Bowl cut. Dunkard bowl cut. <laughs> Dunkard. Doc nice. Ock. Yeah, he's got like a Doc Ock hair bowl cut. He keeps, he, he's definitely being abused. I kept thinking his name was Cletus. He keeps his, his eyes down all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and he kind of walks, like, you know... Like, Dressed like the, the Amish. Yeah, they, they dress in dark gray clothing and white clothing. and, and they, Old school witch boy. Yeah, he, but he's not supposed to be... He's supposed to be Puritan. He's supposed to look like a Puritan. Yeah. And he does. 
And um, but he's really he's really super powerful. He's a squib. He's not a squib. Yes, he is. No, he's not. He's a spurious. He's a squib. He's not a squib. That got that thing. No, 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 James. Okay, let's time for spoilers. That's why his thing was so much more powerful. All right, if you haven't seen the movie now, here comes spoilers. All right, we already hinted at some of them, but at this point, we're gonna be spoiling the whole plot. Oh, you're saying the other guy put it in it? Okay, no, no, no. Oh. Okay, an obscurus. All right, so the the movie opens up with, well, opens up with, uh, I guess, I'm not sure if he's breaking out or whatever, but um, Grindelwald. They show the back of his head. Opens up with him like defeating a, a bunch of horrors, and then it shows this force like tearing through New York City. All right, and it turns out that that mysterious force is a creature called Obscurus, which is a being that is it's a parasite, parasitic being that's created when a witch or wizard tries to repress their powers. Okay. So she's so. Uh, if they're forced to repress it, in his case, he was forced to repress his powers by his mom, by his adopted mom, um, and it's it, it kind of like festers inside them, and and, and that repression and hate, like eventually comes out as this as this destructive force, mm -hmm. right? And Grindelwald wants to use them because they're really powerful, mm -hmm. and and he wants to get his hands on one, um, and but most and and. Eddie, what's his name? News Commander has one that he would he actually separated to separate, separate from the from, from the person that a they, little girl a little girl from Sudan who'd been locked and by her locked by her father away I guess his father locked away for this in prison for it and she was trying to repress it but she died because he said most of the people who create this they die by age of ten like the ten is the oldest and she was like nine mm -hmm. so the whole movie makes it believe like it's it's one of um, one of Credence's sisters, especially one, the one blonde girl, it's kind of like an yeah. older one. Uh, but it's not, it's really Credence. He's got the Obscurus, or he is the Obscurus, whatever, which is, I mean, he's a really powerful one because he's probably 16 or 17 years old, I'm guessing. Yeah. Maybe teenager. even older, right? I, I, I took him as an as older teenager. I was saying 15 at least. Yeah. So the whole time, the bad guy graves, mm -hmm. which is really, what should you say that? Okay. Johnny Depp. Yeah, it's really Johnny Depp. It's weird. <laughs> Graves <laughs> is trying to get it. He wants to. He wants the Obscurus, mm. and he thinks it's the little girl. And he sends Credence out to find him, or find he, it because he thought Credence was a squib. Right, he thought Credence was a squib, but it turns out he was wrong about him. Really, Credence is a wizard. He just was repressing his power, and that's why he created this Obscurus. You don't like the idea? No, I mean he's not a wizard anymore. He is. He's in the second one. He's powder right now. No, if you watch, I, I didn't catch it the first time I saw it, but if you watch the second time, there's a little bit of the stuff goes over the wall and goes and, and, and sneaks away. And Newt's commander sees it, but he doesn't say anything. Mm. So he's still alive. He's going to be mad. He well, got I know destroyed. he's in the second one. I saw him in the commercial <laughs> on the trailer. So so I know he's in the second one. But his haircut's different. Oh, good. And he's not wearing like that black clothing anymore. Oh. But he, uh, so, so yeah, let's talk about him. I thought Ezra Miller was like, awesome in this movie playing Credence All right, I guess. like he does a great job acting because he doesn't have a lot of lines but through his body language and through his demeanor and even stature how he stands he conveys a lot of emotion and very much looked like a whip dog yeah he did a great job and you see how he's manipulated by the adults in his life the people he trusts his mom 
Yeah. And then also... Uh, she's not his mom. Right, he's not the mom. She told him. And also, uh, that's right, she did say that. And Graves, who is really uh, Grindelwald. What? Yes. I thought but, he was just Johnny Depp. So, so this is where I think we can kind of talk about Grindelwald as a character, I think. Okay. All right. So, you might remember this in like 2006, after the books had come out, but before the last few movies had come out. Mm-hmm. At a, some kind of conference or something, or maybe she answered a question online. J.K. Rowling revealed that Dumbledore is supposedly gay, mm-hmm. even though when you read the books, you don't get that at all. <laughs> all right? mm-hmm. like, not even the last ones. Mm-hmm. But you're right. No, I haven't read all the first, so maybe I, you don't. It's the one when they tell the story about Dumbledore's sister leads into it. Yeah, but doesn't James? Yeah, I Sean, know. just because you don't catch the subtleties, James, it isn't there. there. It isn't there. She, she totally. Said it was. Like people who are who who's, and people ask. they call it queer baiting, and that's what she did there. I'm telling you, look it up. That's not really there, James. She said it after the fact, and then you can look it through those lenses. But you would never guess that before. I mean, I, yeah, well, well, people make yeah. They say Tony. They say that Captain America and the Falcon are gay, or not Falcon, but Winter Soldier are gay. Like people want well, that. They people had a romance, make, as they say, they ship things, but that doesn't mean it's really there and it's even play out. This though, I'm going to come to this. This is. And I think it works well for the movie. That's what I'm trying to say. So I feel like you could see how um, Credence is a not a Credence. What's his name? Uh, Graves, who is really Grindelwald. He uses his like his affection. He shows like affection towards Credence, and it's very there. There was like some homoeroticism there. I think, like like kind of because it's Grindelwald. Yeah, because Grindelwald's gay. Yeah. And he's like using that mm-hmm. to manipulate this boy too. You can tell. That makes it I think that adds to him he's as got a queer yeah. magic and he used it on Dumbledore back in the day. <laughs> I'm not saying it's queer magic, James. <laughs> that's that's weird. I don't know what you mean by you that. You say but. you can remove it with a spell? <laughs> I'm not talking about queer magic. I'm saying that like that's part of his character and he was using that to manipulate the kid. And I think that was done on purpose by the filmmakers. Mm-hmm. Like the way he interacts with the way he holds him, the way he's close to him, like Oh, yeah. Jeez, you always make things so weird. <laughs> Jeez. You can't see James's hand motions. You don't want to see him either. <laughs> James. Fine, Sean. I'll just put my hands in my pockets. Oh, geez. This is even worse, man. <laughs> all right. <laughs> you brought it up. I'm just saying it's don't part of the Don't fall for all this queer baiting. <laughs> that's, not, that's not what queer baiting is. Okay. I bet I could call it that and people would understand. No, they would, James. Then they might get really offended and upset at you, call you a homophobe. No. Queer baiting is... Never mind, I'm not going to explain what it is. <laughs> I don't like to explain it. Oh. You want to explain to you, James? Go ahead. It's when people use that to market. Like, but then like they'll say, oh, this character's... Like they did in um, Thor Ragnarok. The blonde... The, the, the chick that Thor kind of likes at the end. Um, Valkyrie? Valkyrie, yeah. I can't remember. I guess her name is just Valkyrie. I don't know. They probably say her name, but Valkyrie, Valkyrie in that, right? She's supposed to be, supposed to be bisexual. Oh, I thought she was hooking up with Hulk. More, no. It's apparently, the, but they said leading up when the movie came out that she was bisexual, but they don't address it in the movie. No. So they, it's a way of saying, like, you support this movement, but then you don't really, it's like, a, you don't really support but it. But you enjoyed Thor Ragnarok. I did. So you fell for the bait? No, James, I'm not gay anyway. I'm just saying, like, people, like, they celebrate as, oh, this this is a triumphant moment. There's this bisexual character in Thor Ragnarok, a Marvel movie. 
she was a drunk. But then <laughs> when they see the show the character, there's really not much a of a traitor. hint that she's even bisexual. Does it make sense? And That's what they would call queer baiting. I don't call. I mean, it's just, just making a movie. But if I just put a sexy guy in my movie, that's not queer bait. No, no, queer baiting is. I think it is. It's a social term, James. I understand how you think it is. I understand what you're saying. <laughs> that's not what I mean, though. It's I'm saying it's a social term to to get support for a movie by saying that it represents you or it represents this kind of group. But then when you watch the movie, it's not really represented. That's what they when they say like clickbait. Is something to get you to click on it, right? Yeah. Okay. Queer bait is something to get the LGBT community to go watch that movie. To queer on it. It's like they, it's when you put a a gay character in there, mm-hmm. and then in the movie it's not really part of the character at all. They don't really show it. We're talking about it. Ah. That's they would say that's queer baiting. Like Dumbledore. Yes, and that's what she was accused of when that happened. Because in the book, no, I mean there were some rumors about it apparently, but like it wasn't like a expressly in the book at all. It wasn't really even alluded to. Now in this one, it's supposedly going to. I'm not sure in the in the series going forward. I'm not sure. But J.K. Rowling is notorious for hooking up the wrong people in her stories. <laughs> Hermione and uh, you're talking about Hermione and Ron. Yep. You see, you think Ron should have or Ron, Ron should have been there. Oh my gosh, I think Harry should have been with Hermione. It makes a lot <laughs> more sense. You were falling for something. And there. you know what? <laughs> she said, uh, I think she said in that interview that she may have been wrong about that. Yeah. Why, why do you think that, though? It just seems like out of the three, Harry being the star usually gets the chick. Yeah, but that's just because that, that's what normally happens, doesn't Why does that happen? To why does she have to change it? <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I think it, why not? So, so then she, Harry gets. So Hermione marries rate. a guy who whines all the time and. Is not a great wizard. Well, and but to Hermione, gets jealous all the time. And it's kind of mean the, to her. Well, she was a jerk to Ron from the beginning. You got dead on your face. And he was a jerk to her. Well, he's a jerk. He's a. He's but it was like so. one of those things where you, they really like each other, but they try to hide behind their feelings of you know, like it's like elementary school romances, Aww. chasing around the playground, but you really like him kind of thing, right? That's all he, I always understand. He even had a bullfrog. I'll, I'll let you know more after. We should talk about that another time. Let me read through those first books again. So, get back to it. Okay. But then I'll see if I agree with you. If she should have been with Ron. Okay. Or should have been with Harry. What? Let's get back to this. Okay. <laughs> so what did you think of the Obscurus, though? This powerful force that can, you know, is really like a monster well, it's itself. not that powerful. He trapped it in a bubble. That little one he did, yeah. yeah. But what about Credence's Obscurus? I think it's cool. It's like a tornado. <laughs> I would say this movie has more frightening images than any other ones. Oh, yeah. It's got more monsters and destruction going on like, except for like that last two part movie the first part of it I guess oh yeah there was a lot of destruction there. you're right there, there is yeah those movies are good <laughs> but Deathly Hallows movies are really yeah, good yeah Deathly Hallows part one and uh, did you saw the ministry people had the uh, Deathly Hallows keychain thing on their well at least uh, what's the name one guy? that one guy did Graves uh, did Graves did yeah cause he's really um Grindelwald <laughs> yeah yeah but I say so. The obscurus, though, I feel like is really powerful at moments, and then other moments it's not. It's like inconsistent. Uh, does this movie take place before? Yeah, it takes. So Grindelwald has the elder, elder one. one right now, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. All right, we'll get to that later. I have something to bring up to you about it. <laughs> so, okay, um, Credence. He he turns out to be this obscurus. It's really powerful. Yeah. Right. Uh, I like the scene. One of my favorite scenes is when he when he kills the the senator. 
Oh, right. I just picked up John Voight's thrust son. Him, thrust him down. Yeah, but I thought that was like really cool. And I was like, that, that's, that's what he gets for calling him a freak. Like, this is yeah, he's, he's a jerk to him. He just freaks out of here or whatever. He freaks. I mean, and he gets killed for it. <laughs> but like Mr. that scene is cool. Yeah, and he shreds the thing. That was cool. You know. And, so there's a lot of cool scenes like that. All right, let's get to Johnny Depp. Okay. And then I want to do to the trash because I want to break some stuff up in to the trash <gasps> that we can talk about. Oh. All right, so Johnny Depp, it turns out, is play is going to play Grindelwald. <laughs> There's been controversy about him playing Grindelwald because of his own scandal with his. I don't know if they know they were married, maybe for a short time. Aquaman's wife, the girl who plays Aquaman's wife, right? When he married to her for a short time, he stole her car too. And then he might have abused her. She claims he abused her. He she she or it she claims he been abused that her. Bad. He like, claims that she didn't abuse her. He's 120 pounds. All right. Um, still, Dan, you can't physically assault someone. Whatever. It was a talk. He, he said it was just a toxic relationship. I don't know what the truth is. No one knows, but probably those two people, and whatever. Both of them were still working, so I guess it didn't really hurt their careers too much. Yeah, I'd say Johnny Depp's acting and the choice of roles for his careers. He's I just think. probably a weird dude. Well, I just think that the movies he's been in lately, like he kind of he, he ran the Captain America or Captain America, just Captain Sparrow thing. Like he just he did it, but it was like a one trick pony. You know, and they made like six movies yeah. out of that. I was like, oh my gosh, <laughs> five movies, but still. Like, that was just like, come on. It was pretty good, the first two, maybe. I got tired by the third movie. Yeah, I don't think I've watched the last two. They're not very good. They're not. Uh, they're very forgettable. forgettable. And you saw the thing He's where he no came one. out and said he plays every character gay? I didn't see that. No. You didn't see that? Well, I kind of, he always put him weird. Yeah. But he I said mean, he, throughout all of his things, he always plays him gay. I still think his best role, like, oh. this probably, probably surprised you, James, I think his best role is what's eating Gilbert Great. Not really. Yeah. I liked him in Edward Scissorhands. Yeah, but he's all. But he's, that's when he started playing. I don't know if he started playing weird, but he played every, every like Ed Wood. He, everything's Ed Woodish. <laughs> you know what I mean? He plays everything weird. Yeah. Like his uh, his Dark Shadows character, the vampire one. Yeah. And um, well, actually, no. I want to. I want to rescind a previous statement. Oh. I think my favorite role of his is actually um, Sleepy Hollow. As a Kabaz. Yeah. I'd say that's my favorite. I, I liked him in. Uh, yeah, I like a lot of his movies. Really, I can't. Yeah. I I like his movies. I can't argue with it. Yeah. Oh, okay. He played straight so in uh, he, Nightmare on Elm Street. It's true. He got. He died in a waterbed. Yeah, sucked <laughs> into a bed and got his blood shoved on the wall. I'm not saying I don't like his movies, but it sounds like you have a Tom Cruise thing going on for Giant Depp, James. Ooh. At least it'd be more appropriate. At least he's halfway there. <laughs> James, I don't have. I, I like Tom Cruise movies. You like Johnny Depp movies. That's all as far as it goes for me. I don't yeah, like but movie. I don't obsess over him. I don't, I don't obsess have to over see either. every Johnny Depp movie. I don't. Though. I haven't seen every. I haven't even seen the latest Mission Impossible movie. And how? Yeah, but how often did you bring it up? We should go see it. Because it looks good. <laughs> Why? Because he's falling out of a plane again. And it also has Superman in it. Yeah, well, we see how well that did for the last Justice League movie, didn't we? I know. <laughs> Which we're going to get to when Aquaman comes out. All right. Oh. Yeah. So I just think that Johnny Depp is Grindelwald. I would have rather have just them kept Colin Farrell as Grindelwald. I thought Colin Farrell was doing great. Mm. Instead of this weird white-haired Johnny Depp with a fake British accent they're going to have, I don't know. I'm not so certain. I'm not sure how that's going to go. I don't know. I think he could do it. I'll see how it is in the second movie. I mean, he's, not, he's barely even in this. He says like two lines. And that one guy's from Anaconda, right? Yes, John Boyd. Okay. <laughs> he plays the center's dad. He plays... A uh, media mogul who's based off of um, real person. I can't think of his name now. But also, no. this is all based off true story. Well, no, no, no it's not based off true story. His character is modeled after uh, somebody that big, real from the twenties. Yeah, big media guy. 
from that time period. I can't remember his name. Hmm. Uh, it'll come to me eventually. Um, all right. You ready for Truth or Trash, James? All right. So overall, you liked the movie, right? Yeah, I liked it. Me too. You excited about the sequel? I am now. As long as it's got more monsters in it. Well, okay, one more thing. What did you like about the reveal at the end about Johnny Depp's character, Grindelwald? Did that surprise you or did you see it coming? No, I saw it coming. He was something more than what he was being. I thought at least like the cloak and a dart, you know, turn out to be another Voldemort. <laughs> that would have been ridiculous. We had a guy on the back of his head. <laughs> shaved his hair and his face back there. What's going on? <laughs> that would have been awesome. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's go. Here we go. All right. The new... Oh, wait, wait. Did you... Are you okay with the Oblivion at the end with the rain? That's a lot. People are well, like... They use it in Men in Black, too, so... <laughs> There's definitely uh, some... Yeah. I, after you pointed out to me, I see a lot of resemblance to Men in Black. He said this was the 20s. Oh, see, there's a Native American. There's some... Yeah, all the American ministry people. Yeah. Do you think they would really have an African-American that high a position back then? Well, in the magical world, apparently they're not racist. At least at this point. But this is still America. But they're kind of racist towards the non-magical people? Yeah, so, I mean, it's a different kind of racist? Maybe. There's also a weird pentagram on the ground. Oh, magic. Yeah, so there's this, we're, we're watching the movie at the same time, and we're at the scene As where usual. she goes in front of um, the, I don't know if it's a council, the Makuza. The Makuza The president council, of the Makuza, and like the show's kind of Well, she like, ran in on it. It's right. not even about her. In the background, there's people, all the other higher-ups in this yeah. Congress, and there you Throughout see a Native American. American one, a few Native American ones. Like a magic Senate. But that one guy has like pointy shoes. Like, where is he from? Like, he looks like he's we Dutch. We are a country shoes. of immigrants, Sean. He could be from anywhere. I know. I know, you're right. Especially back in the 20s. We are a melting pot. It's <laughs> true. All right, you ready, James? Yeah. First one. All right. True trash. The new Salem Society symbol was modeled after a Communist Party flag. <sighs> mm, I can't remember what their symbol looked like. Um, like oh, it was a broken wand, thing? Wand breaking. It's like two fists breaking a wand. Let me think of communists. True. That is trash. Yeah. Made that up. It looks kind of like that, but I I didn't find anywhere that said that it was modeled after that. <laughs> I think they just took the idea of hands breaking a wizard's I was thinking a fist or something was... Wand. Something. All right. Ready? Maybe holding a sickle. Newt. Newt. Who attended Hogwarts. Yeah. Was a Hufflepuff. Oh, crap. Uh, I want to say Ravenclaw. I want to say False. Trash. That one is true. He's a ah, really Hufflepuff. Which Hufflepuff <laughs> that kind of fits his I guess, character because yeah, they're supposed to be it. like because what's his name nicer was the... and and more empathetic. I think they're 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 not like they're not like Slytherin. It's been and a long time like since a... I attended wizarding school, Sean. I know. What was the one that the Gryffindor? Gryffindor are like the heroic noble ones. Mm-hmm. Where... Ravenclaw was supposed to be the smart ones. And then, but he's different. He's... Slytherin was evil, and Hufflepuff a bunch of. Just average Joe's, I guess. I don't know. Soft hearts. Yeah. Well, that fit. He's 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 got a, he has the soft heart frannels. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay. Eddie Redmayne, who audition or Eddie Redmayne, who plays Newt's commander, auditioned for the role of young Tom Riddle, back in the day, Chamber of Secrets. Is that truth or trash? Mm-hmm. Redmayne. What other movies have he been in? Remy? He was in uh, The Theory of Everything. We played um, recently past Stephen uh, Hawking. Stephen Hawking. Oh. He was in... Um, he played yeah, I'm going to say Truth. That one is true. 
Yeah. He he did audition for the for the role of the young Tom Riddle, and apparently he got kicked out of the audition after one line. I think. So. Did it sound British or it sounded overly? British? I don't know. Boy, <laughs> it's like air out. Oh, that was my best British accent. All right, ready. Speaking of Tom Riddle, this movie takes place in 1926. 26. True the Trash, that is the year that Tom Riddle was born in the Harry Potter universe. Oh, Tom Mavlo Riddle. Uh, and went right to that orphanage. Or no, he didn't. Oh, he has right. dad. He had parents. He yeah. Had family. Crap. Uh, 20s. True? That is true. Yes. Now, two amounts. so Tom Riddle was born in 1926. <laughs> okay. Okay. Just born. All right. So does but he that... he wasn't American, was he? No. Okay. So does that create a plot hole in the f- movies? Let me explain. Okay. At least not a plot hole, but just an inconsistency. Okay. So, so he was born in 1926. So that meant he was, he was at the school at the same time that Hagrid was, right? I don't know. He, yeah, he went to school with Hagrid. Right. So Hagrid's about the same age. As Tom Riddle. But it's, uh, you have to be 11 or 12 to go in Hogwarts. Yeah. yeah. So, so be 40s. So Tom Riddle got, uh, he got Hagrid kicked out, remember? Yeah. So really they're about the same age. Both right? they uh, close to it. Yeah. So. If he hadn't died and broke up his soul. Right. But in one of the Harry Potter movies, I think it's number six. I think it's Hapla Prince. They go back in time. They show the scene where he he goes to or Dumbledore goes to the orphanage to pick up Tom yeah. Riddle, and he looks pretty old. Dumbledore does, right? He's a wizard. Yeah, but he's gonna be played by Jude Law in these next movies, who looks a lot younger than that actor than the actor was, and when he goes to pick up the twelve year old kid. Yeah. So in twelve years, twelve years, he's gonna age from Jude Law depends to on the Michael Gambone, the actor who played him in the original in the Harry Potter movies. It depends on the magic. So you think they'll explain that, or you think they're just gonna like not worry about it because it's really not? Well, like, they have not explained it in the first movie. It's not a plot; it's just like a visual inconsistency. Because they hired Jude Law to play Dumbledore, and he looks just like Jude Law looks now. So in this, in the next movie, it takes place a couple years after this one, at least. It'll be Jude Law. So, but dumb. So, so at this point in the next movie, I'm gonna guess if it takes place two years after this one, Tom Riddle is two years old. So the so in ten years, Jude Law is going to age horribly. That's what I'm trying Something to say. Something could happen. Something could happen to explain that. Maybe Something age him up. A fight with wear him out. But yeah, then, maybe that battle with Grindelwald will wear him out. Make but him that battle with Grindelwald won't take place until maybe, the end of World War II, 1945, oh, I I right? What? Remember the sister? Yes. He's going to give up his life energy to save her, but and she he'll dies. make him old. But she dies. It yeah. won't work. I gotcha. But that won't happen until 1945. Right, he doesn't have that confrontation till till with Grindelwald till nineteen forty five. Right, maybe it's a magical orphanage that time doesn't go right. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, a wizard did it. That's I guess so. It's a magic. wizard did it. I know it's magic, but your I think plot hole is erased by magic, Sean. Yes, but I think that's a legit plot hole, right? I mean, these are kids' books, Sean. So he goes and gets at the same. I guess I don't know how it makes all sense. How it makes sense. he goes and gets Tom Riddle. Did they ever put a date on that Tom Riddle thing? He was like 12. That's all it said. Right-ish. I mean, because he's getting... Then that when he goes to get him and take him to school, he's like, I heard... He's because he says... He's, he's a, doing a, weird a things. A kid who made all the wrong choices. That's what he says. <laughs> right? And then he kind of flashes back in the mirror. The, the, the I can't remember they call that. The thing they look into, the watery thing. Uh, yeah. Um, and he, he sees the memory of getting meeting Tom Riddle the first time. 
right? And he's at the orphanage, which is a great scene. I think it seems awesome. I used to know the name of all this stuff. I know, and I don't remember either. It's been a while since I was here. Like I said, I hadn't really did anything Harry Potter in over two years. <laughs> it was when I watched... Like, I ain't you know, done anything Harry Potter this, since the last movie. Right, that <laughs> was like 2010 or something, 2009, when that came out, 2008, something like yes. that. So yeah, it's been a while for you. And you do, you've read all the books too, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, when I worked at Parker. And I read, um, I did read the play, I should say, last summer, so... The play? The all that child thing, yeah, and it, it was not so good. Oh, I didn't like it. Mm. Usually, time travel and it kind of messes up, the, it created a huge plow. Oh my gosh, maybe it fixed the time, maybe thing it did. Yeah, about. but it created like, <laughs> and like, well, why did they just go back in time and then defeat? Yeah, never mind. It, I don't want to explain, I don't want to spoil that for people. It's it was okay, <laughs> like, it wasn't as good as Harry Potter books, mm-hmm. I mean, but it was okay. And then Harry Potter's kind of a jerk dad in it, too. I'm surprised that Bard guy never got a movie. Beetle the Bard? Yeah. His stories are weird. I read those, too. My wife has them. Yeah, it would be a nice little animated thing for kids. Maybe they will do that when they have this new streaming services. Everybody's opened up their own streaming service, so maybe they'll do that on there. Shh. All right. Wizarding World streaming service. So we, we, we may have the remote found one plot hole or inconsistency and then solved it with, with the wizards. <laughs> all right, you ready for the last one? <laughs> so far you are... Two. Two and two. This oh, is the breaker. Right. This, is the, this, is the, this is it. Tiebreaker. All right. And I think you're going to get this one right. Doubt it. We'll see. Okay. The, the investigator... What was her name again? <laughs> the girl from the Alien Covenant. Queenie's sister. Queenie. No, no, that's the oh. Queenie's sister, whatever Gina, Queenie's I think, whatever her name is, right? Yeah. She is now the owner of the Elder Wand. Um, uh, stupid rules of that. Um, trash? I think it's true. Oh, this is based on yours. Okay, well, because... Did she de-arm him? Or yeah, she does. She disarmed him? See, okay. Grindelwald has the, the Elder, Elder Wand. Wand. And that's why he's been able to beat all those. Yeah. He's fighting all those wars. He's beating them. Right? But then, what's his name? Newt throws out the swooping evil. Yeah. It captures his hands, right? Um, well, maybe Newt beat him. Or no, no. And then she like she disarms him. She, she did that? She gets out and knocks out of his hand. The Elder one. Unless it's not just the, the bird one. knocked it out. Maybe the bird knocked it out, but she she no she actually disarms him. She does it. With the fast forward, we can watch it. We're almost there, but we're not quite there yet. But she's the one who disarms him, James. I'm telling you, she knocks it out of his hand and takes it. Yeah. So she now is the control of the other one. That, 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 that but may, she doesn't know it. That <laughs> may not be a pothole. It may be something they address in the next few movies. And then Dumbledore take her. Up. You know what I mean? Well, Dumbledore gets it from beating him later in 1945. It turns out. Dumbledore never had the older one then? No, no. <laughs> I'm saying this. <laughs> well, she, maybe that's how this, her, she's brought into this, is that Grindelwald wants the Elderwand back, so he's going after her. I don't know. Damn it. Went too far. Yeah. Yeah, so we're going back. If you, you can't see this, but we're going back to, the, to see if she is the one that disarms yeah, we're, we're watch that last fight. This is a little bit before this, yeah. Before the magical rain hits and the weird showers. Oh, thing. before. Before, yes, yeah, before all this. I was going forward. Yeah. Um, I think, James, I think that she does defeat him. All right, here, James. It's coming up here. I think she does defeat him. I think that she's the one who knocks it out of his hand, which if you pay attention to what happened to Draco Malfoy, 
at the end of Harry Potter and the Deathly Hollows. That's from what he did Dumbledore. to get it from Dumbledore. Right? So there's a lot of uh, apparating going on. There's a lot of that in this movie. Which they don't do a lot in the original movies. No. This that's how they travel, man. All yeah, there, the wizards they don't walk in flaming anywhere. fireplaces in this, was there? No, there's none of those port keys or things, whatever they call them. Portholes or whatever. Portholes. <laughs> yeah. No weird mail either. And there was no uh my favorite my favorite Harry Potter creature, the Dementors. Yeah. They're the are pretty good though. Jail and stuff. Yeah, I like them though. They're like my, my favorite ones. So you think he didn't die, so there's a shoot that boy all up. That's right. <laughs> Kill him with that thing. Bam, 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 bam. Ghostbusters ending. Yeah, it was Ghostbuster style there. <laughs> and they all get obliviated. Speaking of Ghostbusters, James, did you have a good Halloween? Yes. Did you watch any Halloween movies? Mm, no. Didn't watch anything Halloween related? Nope, nothing spooky. Nothing spooky, really? What have you watched? My fire. Oh, did you? Now, have you? what have you watched recently? Any movies or series? Um, I was watching something. Oh, just some DC animated movies. Oh, uh, gotcha. It's, uh, I watched the Constantine animated movie and the uh, I've watched it. You gave the it Ray animated movie. Um, I watched started watching Daredevil. You won't 3. like the Ray one. Is it boring? No good. Oh, um, what about um? Daredevil season three, you start watching that yet? Not yet. Oh, well, no, yeah, I did watch part of that, but I haven't finished yet. How many episodes are you in? Two or three. So I'm, I, I think I'm three episodes in. I like it so far. Yeah. It's it's just better than all the other ones. I know they canceled, like, uh, Iron Fist, and they canceled Luke Cage, and they're probably going to cancel Jessica Jones. Well, there's a, they'll be back on their other streaming Right, thing, probably. probably. But, I mean, I just think that the Daredevil one's just better. It's just... Yeah. This character's better. I like the Punisher one, though, too. I haven't watched Punisher yet. Oh. I have to watch that. You'll like it. I want to really bad. I just haven't got around to it. My list of movies and books to read and watch is, <laughs> and also working on writing things. Like, yeah, was that also a reason you picked this movie? What? Um, oh, because he's writing it. a book at the end. Oh no, no, <laughs> no! I, I think because because I wanted to make sure we got it in before the movie comes out. Ah. Uh. All right, so get, we're watching the last scene of the movie. Well, one of the last scenes, the the confrontation between Graves and. Um, <laughs> The order and the or... and the Makuza. Yeah. All right, we're trying to figure out if he has the elder wand, which I think he does. I can't see for sure. I can't see if it looks like the same elder wand from the other one because he's moving too fast. Well, he was holding right. it there for a while. Yeah. So she, he throws the swooping evil. Throws the swooping evil. And grabs his hands. All right. He saw his elder wand. He gooed him. Okay. And she. She did it. Boom. Yep, she she took it. the wand. She took the wand. So now she controls it, right? Well, does that count as a fair fight? Two people, on one. Yeah, I think so. So now he, she controls the Elder Wand. And he's covered in goo. He's covered in goo, yep. So he's got to get it back. So maybe that's what's going to be in the sequel. He's going to kill her in the second one. She, she's gone. She did. She did. I tell you, he did. <laughs> All right. Well, James, anything else you want to say about this movie? Uh, I see. I don't like him playing. I don't like, I don't like Johnny Depp as Grindelwald. I don't like it. <laughs> That's got to win me over in this movie. And I think Johnny Depp's a good actor. Albino. Like, I think he's a good actor, but they're going to win me over in this movie. With him. <laughs> we'll see. You may not like it, but he's supposed to be the bad guy. You're not supposed to like him. I know. I'm saying, but you want to like think the actor's going to do a good job. I just don't think he's... He doesn't seem right for that character to me, That's all. 
You're just not and what does he say here to him? I watched it twice. I still don't figure what he says to him. Yeah, whatever. It doesn't matter. It's muted. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, we have it on mute so you can't hear it. Blah, 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 blah. This trench coat's taking him away. Don't touch that stuff. <laughs> here comes awkward smiling. Weird look. That was a smile? Uh, yeah, I think so. I'm not sure what that was. His head was sideways. His mouth was straight. Yeah. <laughs> All right. James, Um. so do you recommend this movie? Yeah. Anyone that's a fan of the Harry Potter series should enjoy it. And so is it even a, if you don't, it's a good watch. Is it a worthy follow-up to those to that series? Follow-up? See, no. that's Creed, Creed and Still Alive. That's just a piece of fabric. That's a piece of fabric. <laughs> and... No, just goes over the line, so he's still Eaten by a dog. <laughs> yeah. Shredded. So what do you think, James? It's a good prequel. Yeah, I think so too. But I, not a follow. It's not as good as um, the Harry Potter movies. I will say this: it's not as good as the last few Harry Potter movies. Yeah. It's definitely better than better one than the first two. one. Yeah. It's better I like than one the second two. one. But the, you know, those were kiddie, and they were meant to be kiddie because the Harry Potter grows the show. Because they're kids, and as they grew up, like they became more mature. Yeah, they adult problems. Too, so, yeah. And, I, and it also became more like more true, like they, the visuals and stuff. If like they that. kept following him, it'd be just Harry having trouble with his wife and can't pay the bills, <laughs> getting dad bod, <laughs> keeping stressing his kids over out kids' of grades, yeah. <laughs> and things like that. I told you to stay Which, away from. Her. By the way, basically is that's what the the, the play the play is because yeah. his dad he kind of a jerk to his kid in that. Well, look how he was raised. I know, I know. <laughs> I know. There's you can see it both ways. Well, you like, think because a lot of people criticize the book, the play were like. He's a, he would learn from being a bad dad. He'd want to be understanding. Another like you can't really help but he was raised in a, in a, he was remember he, he spent all of his time in a cupboard under the stairs, you yeah. know. A closet. With a mean brother. And a, with a half brother. Yeah. Cousin. Cousin and uh just raised by two dude, two people who are just two horrible. dudes. Two dudes. Well, not two dudes, but, <laughs> but uh, mean people. Two yeah, horrible people. Just horribly people. Well, I don't know, horrible people. All right. <laughs> I like it. I like I'm it. excited about seeing the second one. Yep. Um, I don't know. I still don't know if they can make five I'm gonna movies. I'm going to see the next this, one in the theater. Are you? Yeah. I am too. <gasps> I'm already what a coincidence. Yeah. Well, I'm going to. Uh, my wife was. She's a big fan, as I said. Yeah. So, um, yeah. And we watched it with the kids last night. It scared yeah. them, but <gasps> the obscurest part scared them. Oh. So yeah, it's okay. They only come from children. That's true. <laughs> Kelsey's going to become a obscurest. I don't know. All right. Well, hey, everyone. Thanks for listening. Um, we'll be back hopefully soon. And uh, all that stuff. Um, remember, you can find us online. Uh, at, yeah, remember that. At, 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 you can look for us on Facebook, Mix on Movies. Yeah. Uh, and you can look us up online. or You can find me at Twitter at McMurray Muses. Instagram at McMurray Muses. Um, everything. My website's You're on McMurray Instagram, Muses. too? Yeah. Uh, I have more. I, yeah. I don't what? have a lot of followers there. But I have more than... And we're on more. YouTube. And we're on YouTube. Um, that one is just my name. I I work on figuring out how to change that. You can't change your name? I can change my name, but the problem is for YouTube, you change your name, it changes your name for your email too. Uh, so all my like official, like still dealing with my publisher, my email address is the <laughs> same one I used, which I wish I hadn't done this when I originally started uploading these videos. And our listeners might be interested in knowing that our host here, Sean, has a book coming out. Yes, January and yeah. he has revealed the cover online. Yeah. So if you haven't seen the cover of my book, The Truth About Romantic Comedies, which is a young adult novel, right? <laughs> a young adult uh, romance, actually, which is weird that I write a romance, but it's coming-of-age romance, too. Yeah. It's very, um, I don't know how to put it. It's 
It's got a little little bit of something for everybody, I'd say. Humor, heart, all right, all that stuff. So, more than one heart. <laughs> Lots of bleeding hearts. Ooh, okay. Sounds like my kind of book. <laughs> it's not your kind of book, James. I don't know if you'll uh. actually like it, but you will read it because <laughs> you're my friend. And I know that, <laughs> and you've read all my other crap. <laughs> some of it is crap. James gave me some of the best advice, though. Actually, Uh-oh. he read my first ever book, and he pointed out to me that that I needed to like basically spice up with humor. Mm-hmm. And ever since then, I think I've done a much better job of of that of I was, you said it was dry, right? Very dry. Yeah. Uh, and um, We're talking about that Western you wrote. Yeah, which is funny because <laughs> like, I think I'm a pretty, I have a pretty good sense of humor. And I wrote this book, and looking back at James is exactly right. <laughs> like, my characters all, they, they have agency, they do things, but they all sound the same in a lot of ways, and they don't crack very many jokes. Like, there's like one joke in the book. And it was historical fiction, and I think I... I just, I don't know if I knew what I was doing back then. The key th- it took me five years to write, but that was important because once I finished the book, I was like, I could actually write a book. I figured out that I could actually do it. Mm-hmm. And that was one of my shortest books I've ever written. <laughs> and then the next time I wrote a book, like I, as soon as I finished that book, I wrote like three short stories and then I started another book. I wrote it nine months. So my first book took like five years to write. <laughs> my second book took like nine months and, and it'll never be published either. Mm-hmm. It's a spy fiction one, but it's got a lot more jokes and a lot more humor. And I, it's, I like it. I think it's really good. <laughs> Obviously, I wrote it. But it's also like super... Does um, it star Tom Cruise? No. Oh. It, 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 but I think I ripped off a lot of stuff. Uh-oh. But also, uh, what I mean is it's... Mark is a pair. It has a lot of... Um, I could rewrite it. And I think it would be a lot better, put it that way. It has a lot of new, inexperienced errors and things now, like that. Now, you don't advertise your other book that's on Kindle, do you? Yeah. My other book is a uh, zombie book. Um, and, and it was one I wrote... It's a novella, so it's not, it's like 100 pages. And I wrote it in like Same a month. Point. And I did it because I had this idea for a zombie Christmas story. <laughs> and I was talking to my students at school one day, and they were like, you should write this. So I started writing it, and it came out my month. And I, my wife read over it one time. And that was the most editing it got. <laughs> and then I put it on t- uh, on uh, Kindle. So it, gets, it got downloaded like 400 times. Nice. I made like 60 bucks off it. Over the years, it was like I put on a long time ago, 2013 or 2012. It doesn't get read anymore. I don't even know if I don't ever do anything with it. I had a Facebook page for it, I shut it down. But you continued to write more. I wrote a sequel to that, (laughs) and the sequel was really good. And I think people like, and I have outline for the third one. You helped me with the outline of the third one, and I never just never wrote it because I, I, that was when I started like trying to really try to get published and like really work on my craft. Oh, the first attempt. Yeah, I've been, oh, if you ever want to be an author or anything creative, just be ready to be face rejection. And swindled. Maybe. <laughs> but definitely rejection. That will Always come at look you. Always the gift horse in the mouth. Yeah. It's true. And be careful. Because I remember I wrote a short story that was, was pretty good one time. And and I sent it now to Now it's out there under one, another name. No, no. Well, I sent this publisher. And, um, and it was actually Christian. They published Christian books. And like... They liked it a lot, but of course they wanted me to pay like fifteen hundred dollars to publish. It was it was like a vanity style press, which if you know anything about that, it's a way to if you if you have a lot, if you have enough confidence in yourself and you know your book's good, it's a good way to get started. Like it's not a good way; it's a way to get started. I don't think it's a good way, but it's uh, it's it's really almost predatory. Yeah, like they make money off you. And then this one was like, they wanted like fifteen hundred bucks. Um, they probably they were gonna spend. Nothing. They said they were gonna spend. They would spend thirty thousand dollars on it, 
but I would have to up front $1,500 for marketing fee, which, okay. What you need $30,000 is a lot. And, and they're legit. Like they make, like they, they publish Tim Tebow's like biography and stuff like that. So they publish, but they just didn't have enough faith in my book to cover it all. Oh, maybe you're Tim Tebow. Yeah, you know, exactly. And I, I mean, I talked to the owner in there. multiple times <laughs> and he sent me a contract and then I said, no, I couldn't do it. And I did. Well, first of all, I didn't have enough money. Right. And secondly, like it was a short story. You know what I mean? It was good. And it would have been part probably put in some kind of, uh, some kind of like anthology that they yeah. were going to make. Big book. Which I would stories. share, like I would have shared my profit with all the other royalties, with all the other authors on there, which wouldn't have bothered me because it would have been a way of getting my name out there. But I made the right. But then you would have got a lot of hate mail from those other authors. Well, you're taking money from my family. <laughs> no, I just think they would have. Just, they would share. <laughs> I just, I just think that was a I wise decision. War and peace for this. You know, and it was, it was hard. It was a hard decision because I, I was like, ah, I'm gonna, already. But that was, it was like you said, it was fool's gold, man. What mm-hmm. you? And it happened again. It's even worse. Where I did spend a thousand dollars, but that's a different story. Yeah. So listen, a lot of if you ever think about being an author or writer or anything like that, just be prepared. It takes a lot of perseverance. And I still get rejected. And I'm get a book coming out. It's a small publisher, but um, I'm gonna keep trying. I sent a book to an agent yesterday. I'm hoping that they'll at least read it. For who? I sent the book for me myself. That's no, I mean the agent for the agent is uh, well, she's a literary agent. It's a, it's a literary agent house. Because uh, I, I, my next goal is to get an agent. Hmm. I'd like to have an agent tell me. Um, well, I you know I, they'd get some of the money I make, but I, I just need more guidance. And also, they act kind of like the first round of editing, too. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And that would be helpful to have someone who knows the business, who knows what's trending, and knows ins and outs, and you know can make sure I get the best deal. That's what they're there for. As long as you can trust them. Right, that there's been I've read many horror stories about agents <laughs> who pop up, take people's money, that or or just don't do the job and then disappear. I don't pay them up front. They only make money if I make money. You know what I mean? So I get advanced, they get a portion of it. Good. But it's hard. It's hard business to break into because there were over a million books published last year. Most of them self-published on Amazon. Um, but still, that's a lot of competition. Yeah. And people don't read as much, or at least they don't read. Not that. There's a lot of I'm just gonna say there's a lot more entertainment options. They still read, but now if the option came up, do you do an audio book? Are you going to read it? I don't want to do read the voice. I, my voice. I remember I, I put a ghost story on our website, James, mm-hmm. on the our YouTube or whatever. Um, and very spooky. I didn't. I, I liked it, <laughs> but I didn't like my voice in it. Aww. I'm not good at reading. I don't. I, I mumble a lot, and <laughs> I don't speak clearly. Well, so. Sounds perfect for a podcast. I know. Why would I do a podcast? But James, this podcast is more. It's all. It's not more. It's also about hanging out and having fun. No, it's not. Well, for me, it is. This is a job. <laughs> we don't make any money. <laughs> the worst kind of job. <laughs> We're slaves. Wait a minute. This is what you warned us about. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. No, it's fun. I have a great time. Worst well, part about being a yeah. slave? They don't pay you. <laughs> well, thanks for listening. But check us out online. Yeah. I'm still waiting for my owl to come and tell me I'm going to get into Hogwarts, though. Oh, well, well, I got some bad news for you, Sean. Oh, more rejection? <laughs> it's going to cost me $1,000 up front. <laughs> you moved too much. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, thanks for listening. Like and subscribe, all that stuff. You yeah. guys Rate are the review. ones who make it happen. Really. You are the ones who make it happen. Find us and talk to us. Come on. Yeah. James is lonely. <laughs> he wants a stalker really, very bad. So if you Ooh. can make that happen, get him a stalker. Someone... Stalker would be kind of cool. <laughs> I mean, that's when you know you've made it, right? Like an out-of-state stalker. Yeah, like someone who's like...
maybe they move closer over time. Like they slowly <laughs> get their address changed. Every time they send you mail, like pictures stay like, closer. or dead animals in the mail or something, like they're staying closer. Give people ideas. <laughs> you they, wanna, like they want to send money. Yeah, <laughs> yeah James will take money, whatever. <laughs> Precious objects. <laughs> cursed objects? Oh, I'll take one of those. Like a, like a, like a, like a cursed, like mummy foot. A cursed mummy foot. <laughs> like a toe or something from a, <laughs> uh, I don't know. Sure. Like a relic. I'll hang it from a keychain. That's you. James would do that. Yep. Totally would. All right. Thanks for watching or listening. Thanks for watching. <laughs> thanks for watching. Thanks for <laughs> our podcast. <laughs> thanks for listening. We'll Peace out. We'll hear you next time. <laughs>